today's episode, we are going to be looking at uh, LinkedIn in mail. And I'm just wondering, are you one of those people who are struggling to get the most out of your LinkedIn email? Um, well, if you answered yes, I have great news for you. We will be looking at seven hacks and how to get uh, a better return on your investment if you're currently paying for LinkedIn in mail. And for those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, and you're probably wondering what is LinkedIn email, sorry, LinkedIn in mail, we'll go through that as well. So LinkedIn in mail is a paid or premium service um, for connecting or not even connecting, but messaging people or prospective clients on the LinkedIn platform. So let me break that down a little bit for you. So basically, you have your LinkedIn profile and you have your few connections. So you have 500 people you connected with and you are an entrepreneur and you want to get, you have a, a specific list of clients you want to get in contact with or people who you wish to be um, your ideal clients and you're not connected with them in any way, shape or form and you want to get their attention. So what you do is you can send them a connection request. You can join the same group with them. You can do lots of things. Um, but one of the, the sort of safest, I guess, not safe, but one of the clever ways of, of you know, con of getting their attention is by sending them a message. And the only way you're allowed to do that on the LinkedIn platform is by um, having a premium account where you pay a monthly fee or an annual fee and you get a certain amount of credits that you can use towards connecting with people outside of your um, your direct network so hopefully that makes sense there are a few profiles on LinkedIn that has left themselves as open and this is just just a handful now not a very not a lot of them and because they are open it means that you can still uh, send a message to them without having to pay it's very difficult to find those people just like that without you know really digging up and searching um, but the, the other the next best way then would be um, using the paid linked LinkedIn in mail service um, if you uh, you know you're not connected with them like I mentioned um, you can send them that message um, and then it's up to them for them to respond to you now you're probably thinking Ooh, that is kind of weird but when you think about it Twitter is another place where people send direct messages all the time okay you don't have to pay for it but it happens you have for example you know some sort of celebrity that you um, you follow on, on Twitter uh, and you know one you sort of comment on whatever it is they they put out there because you want to get their attention and then eventually you send them a direct message. So the truth is, I, I know Twitter is not the same because it, with Twitter you don't have the person's uh, full profile. There's very, very little information there. You don't have the whole history. You don't have um, groups that you can join and all of that. It's kind of different. Um, and it's, uh, you know, yeah, it's different. <laughs> anyway, so let's not get lost in a different platform. Let's stay on the LinkedIn um, platform for now. 
So I've been using LinkedIn for, oof, I think it's been since 2004, 2007. I can't remember right now. Um, so I can show you a little bit of, not a little bit, but well, a good amount of information around LinkedIn InMail. Um, you can, once you get the allotted uh, InMail credits or LinkedIn credits or yeah, LinkedIn InMail credits, you and they normally don't give you a lot. You don't get like 100 <laughs> credits. You get somewhere between 15 and 20 or 15 and 30, depending on the package that you're on. So it might seem very little bit, um, but I'll go through seven hacks how you can um, get the most out of the, that limited amount of um, credits. All right, so let's look at LinkedIn messaging. So in order to understand LinkedIn InMail, we need to understand the whole, the whole messaging platform and the rules behind that. So just like uh, on Facebook or t Twitter or uh, Instagram or Pinterest, you know, all the social media platforms have, have their rules, um, rules of engagement, rules, um, etiquette, etc. Uh, when it comes to LinkedIn messaging, uh, you have the ability, like I mentioned, to send a message to someone who is a connection, someone in your network, so to speak. So LinkedIn is a whole big network and everyone has their profile on that. And then people, you have smaller networks, like people belonging to groups, people who are part of each other's networks. Um, you have people who follow hashtags, so they're kind of in the group, but not necessarily in a group, if that makes sense. Um, so they get notification of a certain hashtag fields. So we have, for example, LinkedIn fam is a very popular one. LinkedIn video, professional woman, um, announcements, news. Uh, there's absolutely a whole ton of hashtags there that you can follow. And once you start following that particular hashtag, I think you will actually see updates in your feed around that specific hashtag. So when it comes to messaging, then um, you can, um, there, in terms of the etiquette um, and the rules around uh, connecting with someone who is not in your network, there are four options available to you. You can engage with that person's post or video. So the person put up a, a post or a video, um, whether it be of their business or they do a personal video or you know, they share, they, sh they reshare someone else's content or share someone else's video, whatever it is. One of the, the cool ways to connect with them or to engage, to get their attention basically, is to engage with their particular content that they've shared. So you can um, uh, comment on it, like it, answer a question if they ask you a question in that. So you want to get their attention. Obviously, the the more famous a person is, it's the less like you get their attention. Um, but anyway, let's not let's not go into the, the the sort of bits and pieces of that. You can also comment on the article. So you know, there's another section of LinkedIn where you can write an article. It could be around fifteen hundred to two thousand words, and in that article, you can put up videos and images, etc. And then you cannot mention people. You cannot mention people as well in. Um, your videos or your posts. Um, okay, so once you've done that, then you, you can actually comment on that person's article. So some of them are very, some of the people on LinkedIn are very popular. They write articles 
uh, almost on a regular every day every week basis and you can you know follow them and then obviously comment on their article on a regular basis and then one day you can then message them and they will they normally if you comment on them and they reply to you and you do it on a, f a frequent basis um, you eventually get their attention and they will um, they will basically um, notice notice your efforts and it, it will be much easier for you to then send out a uh, direct connection requests etc the next way you can um, you can what's the word I'm looking for you can message them is by sending them a free message so if it is um, the two of you are connected with each other then there's no need for you to use LinkedIn email because once you're connected or the person's profile is open or you have some sort of a team connection or uh, if it is you belong to the same group which is another way of getting a free message to someone you can just send them a message you know there's no need for you to um, pay for that uh, message that you're going to send out if all of the options are exhausted because in some cases, the person that you want to get attention of is they're not a regular user of LinkedIn. Um, it could be that you have, say, for example, 100 prospective clients and 50 of them use LinkedIn on a regular basis and the other 50 probably uh, comes on there once a year or something crazy like that. And you have to find a way of, you know, getting in contact with them. And then obviously one of the ways you'll probably have to do it is using um, LinkedIn InMail because of, you know, GDPR that's happening now. Uh, LinkedIn is more or less a, safe, a safer way to, um, to get someone's attention. All right. Good. I think I've covered all of those options when it comes to LinkedIn messaging. All right. And it's very easy to send a, um, once you have a paid account, it's very easy to send an InMail. You just click the message button and start writing it and LinkedIn will give you a notification of how many in-mail credits you have left. Speaking of credits, let's have a look at the plans available. All right. So with LinkedIn, like I said, you've got premium, you've got free, obviously your free account. You go able to put profile, list out your education, your past experience, your interests, your certifications, etc. Um, and then you decide that you want to upgrade to a paid plan. And the paid plan will actually give you um, LinkedIn credits um, that will allow you then to message X amount of people a month. So because of the nature, original nature of LinkedIn, when it first launched, uh, people would look at it as a, your online CV. But since then, it's grown and blossomed into a platform for finding clients or prospecting or generating leads. Um, so because there are two options and like two different um, reasons why people are on LinkedIn, um, there are packages that's geared towards career or hiring. And then there's another um, price plan that's geared towards business and sales. Um, each one having its own features that's available. So the business package um, comes with 15 in-mail messages, um, you get business insights, um, you get uh, on online video courses, because if you remember LinkedIn many years ago bought lynda.com, which was an 
uh, a place where you can go and do online courses, which has now integrated into um, LinkedIn and it's called uh, LinkedIn Learning. Uh, you have the ability to see who's, who's viewed your profile. You get unlimited uh, people browsing, so you can go and view other people's profile, etc. Um, that's unlimited because you have restrictions with a free account, so this one is unlimited. And then you have then your career insights. So you may want to see maybe set of, of job preference of your notifications of um, jobs that's available in a certain vertical or certain job title, etc. You can get that there. All right, and then here is the sales aspect. So that is just, I'd say the business account is more for an entrepreneur who is looking to build their brand. Whereas the sales navigator is for like a sales team who are looking to generate leads for a, a sort of a more enterprise level company. Uh, but the, the, the sales option is called sales navigator and you get 20 in-mail messages, sales insights, and the sales insights are actually quite good. Um, you get to see, like if you save a lead, you get to see other leads um, associated with which a particular lead that you save. Um, we probably look at Sales Navigator in more detail another, another time. We'll cover that in an, a separate podcast. But anyway, so the Sales Insight, Sales Navigator, sorry, package comes with Sales Insights. You get advanced search features um, and you can do a, a lead builder. So you get a fresh set of leads every day into your uh, into your inbox. You get to see who's viewed your profile. Um, you get unlimited people browsing again. And then obviously you get lead rec recommendations from based on your save leads. Um, yeah, so that's Sales Navigator. Um, so those are the two options broadly you have available if it is you want to be able to send um, in mail in mails directly to prospects um, i personally prefer sales navigator it has a, a very wide breadth uh, available but then for an extra 20 20 dollars a month you may not want to spend that amount of money but then in all in all fairness now it depends it really depends on um, on you so if um, the, the, the lifetime value when you look at your sales funnel and you look at the lifetime value of your customer um, and if you're able to generate let's just say worst case scenario 10 fresh um, uh, qualified opportunities every month and you're paying less than $100 a month for sales navigator then it probably is worth your while Especially if the lifetime value of your customer, say for example, is five thousand, because five thousand a year, for example, that means you get ten opportunities a month. I mean, that is really worth the while for you. Um, so you close about half of those fifty percent close rate, or even a thirty percent close rate, you close in fifteen k every month. It probably is worth your while for you. All right, all right. So let's look a little bit at the in a little more detail at the in-mail uh, LinkedIn in-mail credits. So, how do I start this? So, you you obviously get your in-mail credits, and say you have a list of a hundred prospects, but you only have uh, fifteen or say twenty um, best-case scenario uh, LinkedIn in-mail credits. How do you 
get the opportunity to get those credits to spread um, across that area, across those hundred leads that you need to prospect into. The truth is you can't. You have to figure out another way to, to reach out to, uh, let's say you have 20 credits, so 80 of them on your list, you need to find other ways of, of connecting or getting the attention or whatever you want to you call it. Um, so you're probably thinking, hmm, I did mention a few options there previously. Um, but if you, if you remember in a previous podcast, we looked at the LinkedIn versus Facebook um, features. And, you know, when you look at, say for example, Facebook or Twitter or Pinterest or uh, Instagram, the ability that you have to search for your prospects on any of the other platforms is quite difficult. So if you remember last in the, in the, in the previous podcast, I mentioned the fact that you have the ability to search in LinkedIn for um, jewelry, jewelry shop owners based in uh, West Palm Beach in, Flo in Florida. You don't have the ability to do any kind of uh, granular research, granular search in any of the other social media platforms, to be honest. So to be to be really brutally honest, you really don't have a choice. Yes, you probably go to somewhere like Hoover's or Dun & Bradstreet, but you have to realize that LinkedIn is current data. It's not data from 10 years ago, five years ago. This is data, yes. You have a handful of people who haven't updated their profile in years, but the vast majority of people have updated their profile. So this is current data. This is where people are currently working in the last uh, say 18 to 24 months um, so hence the reason why LinkedIn is a very good option for you so when you look at um, I've, I've given a screenshot example there of, of that search that we talked about all the jewelry owners jewelry shop owners in West Palm, Palm Beach and you have your list now generated because you can have a list from I don't know uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A trade show or some other event or maybe a, a chambers of commerce. <laughs> um, you get a list from a chambers of commerce of people who are in your sort of local area. Or maybe you're an international, international you know, uh, consultant or entrepreneur or coach. So the local chamber of commerce is obviously no use to you because you need to find people online. All right, so that's the argument for you, why you would use LinkedIn over the telephone directory or any other thing. Don't want to spend too much time, more time on that. So we have to look at, like I mentioned, we've got 20 in-mail credits. We've got a list of 100 people that we've, we've gone and researched and we found this list of 100 people that we want to contact or 150 how many ever the, the, the list size is that you want to prospect into to find your perfect opportunity so you want to look at all the free options available um, first and that will sort of reduce the size of your list so in terms of the free options that are available to you um, you try and find the low-hanging fruit so anyone who is obviously in your network first to begin with you look there first 
to find any jewelry shop owners in your network. Um, some of them may not, the person might not be in West Palm Beach, Florida, but they might belong to the same organization as one of your prospects. Um, so you may want to ask for an introduction there. So you may go in, have a look at the, the prospects and you're looking for all the lowest hanging fruits. Are your prospects in a certain group? And the way you find out that is you go down to the bottom of their profile and you have a look at their interests. And if they belong to a group that you could potentially join, then by all means join that group. And once you get accepted into that group, um, reach out to that um, prospect um, directly. Um, did they do something in the past or so go to the same college? Did they do the same kind of course you did? Did they go to, they were inter are they interested in an event that you've, um, that you, that you did in the past? So there's colleges, there's working in the similar job, same company, etc. Um, if they post something in the last 30 days, because you want to make sure when you, well, obviously, because you have so little bit of in-mail credit, you, you want to look at as many options as possible. So if they, if they posted something on um, LinkedIn in the last 30 days, chances are they are active and they will respond to you much quicker. You can send out a connection request to them um, based on a similar interest. So for example, music or sewing, embroidery, Okay, if it's males, it might be they're interested in autos, like um, antique. Um, or it might be interested in antique clothes or antique, antiques, just antiques, um, paintings, etc. So you're looking for any kind of way of um, reaching out to them directly without having to use your in-mail credits. Um... you may also want to write a post so apart from engaging in other people's content so you engage with them via their video their um their posts their articles you yourself may want to write an article every week or post a video every week or do two things every week post a video on tuesday and then on thursday you post a, just a regular post with an image and then on sunday you post something else and you keep doing that, um, building your brand, so attracting your, the right clients to you. Um, so that's one thing you'd want to do uh, as you go along this, this path. So you're looking at all of these sort of what we call free options, uh, asking for the introduction, you know, engaging in other people's content, viewing their profile. Actually, that's one thing I probably forgot to mention. Sometimes just viewing someone else's profile and they come and they view back your profile and you send them a connection request. That's one way, good way um, for them to connect with you. <laughs> it's a bit of a cheat, but it works. Um, there was a video recently actually on LinkedIn about this guy who, who connected with the Prime Minister of New Zealand. I don't know if you got a chance to see it, but do have a look at the show notes where you would actually be able to see um, that particular um, post because I put a link there to the post you can go and have a visit of it yourself all right so you've eliminated most of the options so they, they, there's a hundred people on your list you only have 20 in-mail credits and say based on groups introductions engaging with other people's content viewing their profile um, writing your own content 
um, sharing other people's contents, like just resharing to your network, um, looking at people who went to similar schools with you, similar um, companies that you they work in. So you could dwindling down this list from a hundred people to uh, by the time you finish, hopefully you have 80 people left on that list. Sorry, 20 people left on that list. And you manage to reach out and connect uh, in some other way with the other 80 using the free options that is available. Okay. So the thing is, you may want to reduce that list even more because sometimes you need to send an email to one person, to the same person twice, which means you need two credits. But let's not, let's not run ahead of ourselves. So you use up all the free options. You've got a short list of people who you have no other way of um, reaching out and connecting with them. Um, you just have to do something really important. You need to rank people on that list from the most important that you need to connect with this month to the least important. Um, those that are on the, the very bottom of your list you want to maybe reach out to them using Twitter if you can find them. I know it's quite hard. I just, I'm always amazed at uh, Twitter handles of people who you could, could consider very professional on LinkedIn. You go in and they're very professional. They're maybe accountants or some sort of professional services, etc., consultant, engineer, whatever. And then when you finally find their Twitter handle, you are absolutely gobsmacked because it's something really totally off so that's the only problem with, with um, Twitter people use all sorts of weird and wonderful handles and I guess maybe originally when Twitter first came out people wanted to do that to um, to sort of cloak who they were make themselves difficult to find um, but now Twitter is regarded as probably the second best business network um, it, it isn't as professional and easy to, to search compared to um, LinkedIn simply because people have all sorts of weird and wonderful um, Twitter, Twitter handles that has nothing to do with their name or the way or their brand or where they work or anything like that. So it's, it's all very strange. But um, please do try um, finding them. Once you find them, try um, following them and then direct message them um, on there. And obviously then once you've, once they've responded to you and you've made that connection, then connect with them then on LinkedIn. Tell them, do you, do you mind if you connect on, on LinkedIn and you connect with them then? So that's what you do for those in the list. So you, you should have at least a short list of, um, say 10 to 15 more people on the list at this point, after going through all of those, you know, free options that's available. All right. So you've, um, you're not ready, you've made your shortlist of 15, uh, 10 to 15 people, you send the connection, sorry, you send the LinkedIn in-mail and you wait. Like I mentioned, sometimes you have to send that in-mail twice before they come back to you. But you know what? The good news is once they come back to you, you get your credit back, <laughs> which is great news. Um, and the even more exciting news is if you have leftover credits one month, it rolls over then to the next month. So in, in month two, you may have 20 credits instead of 15 or 25 credits instead of 20. Uh, and the thing is that you have to remember with LinkedIn, like I mentioned, some people are only sort of active once a month. 
sorry, yeah, sorry, once a month or once a year or once every two years or something crazy like that. If they take a whole year to come back to you and they actually come back and accept your your message, you still get your, cre your credit back <laughs> into your sort of bank of credits. All right. So in terms of sending the in-mails, what you need to sort of bear in mind, there is well, there is etiquette and then there is not. Um, LinkedIn is not like uh, Twitter or Facebook where people can sort of ban you or like, like they can, but it, it just not isn't done that, that way because, you know, you, you set up a profile on LinkedIn with the expectation that people will reach out to you um, and that's understood. Uh, but what you want to do is um, to send in mails in a certain way to increase your chances of getting a, re a high response rate. Um, you can have a look. I sent over, I sort of included a link in the show notes of the response rates um, on LinkedIn. Could be 15, could be 17, could be 20%, could be 28%. There are several different um, response rate values that is available. Um, the cool thing with the, the the premium package is they give you suggest suggestions of the best way to reach out to a particular person as an icebreaker. I've included a, a few screenshots in the uh, show notes for you to have a look at that. Um, so one of the icebreakers would be well, probably you have a connection in common or um, you can ask for introduction from someone who is, has, is, is one of your first level connections and they're also connected to this particular person. You belong to the same group for example um, and what you would like to do then is craft your uh, email in such a way that you would get a, a certain level of, of um, a higher response rate so before you send your email your LinkedIn in mail to the person you want to make sure that you get a 360 degree view of that particular person. So some of the actual uh, prospects on LinkedIn, they actually include their Twitter handles. So you can actually go and have a look at their handle, look at their history, you know, really get to, to know them based on the information that's on the page. You might want to find them on Facebook as well, just to see. I know Facebook is probably more difficult because you have people with the same first and last names all over the place, but you want to get a good view of them. Um, because when you send that in mail, you want to include something about them in that particular email because people love talking about themselves. Um, one of the, okay, so we're looking now at the seven hacks. I'm going through the seven hacks right now. So the first hack, make sure you get a 360 degree view of the prospects. When you reach out to them, you can find something in common, talk about something that they're interested in. Um, so talk about them. I see that you've um, graduated in whatever year or maybe don't talk about that if it's a woman because they might reveal their age um, but you want to find something that you can that's relatable I see that you have a certification in whatever it is I uh, see a really good project manager for X amount of years something something that you can relate to that is very similar to what you do the second hack is leveraging events to me that's one of the best things ever because say there's a major event coming up like um, maybe a Tony Robbins event, you know, it has to be really popular. Some kind of event that you can think of that's really popular. You and you know there that mo many people will be going to that from a specific um, 
or maybe the, the guru who is great at app development or something is coming and ask, you want to reach out to them and ask them if they're going. Um, but you want to find events that's happening that this particular person might be interested in going to. So when you reach out to them, they will have a much, um, you get a much better response rate because they are actually interested in going to this particular event. You take advantage of the lax activity. So if it is they've posted in the last 30 days, you go and find their posts and comment on it um, and even reach out to them and say, I saw your post about whatever it is. Um, so depending on the value of the prospect, you may want to send a second email, um, like I mentioned before. Um, so sometimes a person doesn't answer or they're busy or they're on holiday and they didn't actually get the message so you want to send them a second message that would actually they would, once they respond to them you get your credits back um, in 2016 50% of, of the traffic on LinkedIn came from mobile devices um, which means you want to make sure your in-mail that you're sending is optimized for um, mobile viewing so it's just the, the subject line is succinct and the actual message itself is very succinct and, you know, really, really laid out really nicely. Um, you want to make sure you add. So this is number f number six. Yes, we're number six now. You want to add the person's name, first name in the subject line. And you also want to add it about once or twice within the body of the actual in-mail itself. Um, because people just love hearing their names. Um, so therefore, they will, you'll have a higher open rate. Um, and what you would also like to do then is also grab, because there's swipe files, email swipe, fly, fly, email swipe files available everywhere. So just type in email swipe file and you'll see there's lots of people um, swipe files of um, titles, titles, subjects, subject lines. Um, so subject lines that get the most opens you want to look for that file and you can download that and use those use the shorter ones obviously to get higher open rates uh, in mail response rates um one of the a good way to get a, a, a response to your in mail is to follow up that in mail with a phone call so if you send an in mail and wait a couple of days and then send call call and ask for that particular person now, depending on where you are in the world, remember there's GDPR and you want to uh, be careful and be mindful of that because every country has different um, rules and regulations around GDPR. So you also may want to reach out to those who people who've engaged with your particular content um, and send them a connection request or send them an email. Thanks for reaching. Thanks for commenting on my um, post, video, article, really appreciate it, etc., etc. And that was number eight. So instead of giving you seven hacks, I'm actually giving you nine hacks. So here is number nine. Um, words like talk, chat, call, and connect in the subject line gets a much higher response rate compared to other words. I've included a link to an article that goes through those advantages for you. Recap time. All right. So LinkedIn emails can be quite simple if you use them correctly um, the quick recap we looked at LinkedIn messaging in-mail plans in-mail credits the free options 
um, how to use your credits. Like you have a handful of credits, like 15 or 20 credits, and you've got a long prospect list of 100 or 1,000 people. How on earth are you going to decide who you're going to use those Glenmill credits um, for? Uh, you have then um, sending emails, and then we looked at the email hacks. All right. So hopefully you found this um, useful, valuable, um, and not as um, scary as you thought it might be. Because a lot of people, when you finally go, you pay a premium service and you get 15 in-mail credits. You're wondering, 15 in-mail credits a month. That means you cannot, well, I can say cannot, depending on your open rates, on your acceptance rates, if you in-mail 15 people and they all accept your um, your message, instead of declining it, you get your credits back and you go for another 15. But if you're stuck, you try and use all the free options to get to these particular people. So there's going to be an upcoming webinar around um, social media for women entrepreneurs um, coming up soon and it will take place um, obviously it's going to be a webinar and we're going to be looking at um, attracting clients using LinkedIn, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Twitter and Facebook. Ooh, try saying that five times fast. Um, so do keep your eyes and ears open. Um, I'll be announcing it shortly. You need to remember to subscribe to the podcast so you get notified when a new version or new episode comes out. Um, and in case you missed it, they, we still have a 10, 10 day startup blog challenge. Get your blogs up and running before the, the silly season, sorry, the busy season starts. Um, it covers all the things around blogging for beginners, showing you how to become a blogger. It also offers um, ways of finding your specific blog niche. Um, and you can look over my shoulder at tutorials as I go through them. If you need help setting up a marketing plan, um, feel free to um, connect with me, not connect with me, but message me or book some time into my calendar for a free 30, 30 minute strategy session. Um, and I'd be happy to go through that with you um, and looking at specifics. Uh, if you need help setting up your Pinterest profile, um, do reach out to me. I do have a few, uh, three package plans available. Have a look at those and choose which one you want and go ahead and book it in. All right. Hopefully you found this particular um, podcast useful and valuable. Like I said, until next time, enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of your week. Bye for now. <laughs>